save for a handful of our favorite celebrities. Yeah. What the hell? I don't, I don't understand. What What's 2016 got against... Yes, Richard Adams and Carrie Fisher on the same day. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I was off Facebook for a couple of days and then came back on. It's just... Just mayhem. Yeah, it's just a... It's a bloodbath. Welcome, dear listeners. This is Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. It's a podcast about horror movies, and we're going to spoil them. You've been warned. We're not professional critics. And um, thank you to the Moonrays for giving us intro creature features at the top of the show. Find them on Facebook and say hello. They are the Moon-Rays. Um, find them on iTunes or Amazon. Buy the music digitally. Or find an old-timey CD. Or a wax cylinder. An old-timey CD. Yeah. Nobody wants CDs or tangible media anymore at all. Until the big pulse that wipes out all digital files, and then they'll wish they did. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, it's hard to go back. <laughs> it kind of is. You're just like, whatever. I lost all my music. I'm done. Yeah. That's it. I've given up music. <laughs> Kinda. I'm not reloading all of those into the computer. I did that. I've got a stack of about a dozen left, and I'm just stalled out. Can't. But I'll eventually yeah. get through it. So, what have you watched since last time, Will? I've watched a uh, Hulu original series called Shut Eye. Shut Eye. With Jerk Face from... <laughs> oh, Jerk Face is in it? Jeffrey Donovan from uh, Burn, Notice. Burn Notice. Yeah. Uh, he plays a kind of small time con artist. Um, it's good. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's very pulpy. Yeah. We burned through 10 episodes pretty quickly. Wow. Uh, then we watched something called The Last King, which was about Harold Haraldson. Uh, don't know him. He was a Viking. Oh, uh, anyway, they are, these two, <coughs> uh, guys have to save him from the, uh, I don't remember who's coming for him, the, uh, Dutch or somebody some other attacking some, Norway. Some guys with different hats. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I listened to a bunch of, uh, Christmas radio shows uh-huh. and, uh, on the BBC and, and, uh, one of them was from York. Yeah, which is like a great place to go to. Uh, um, but they have like the Jorvik Viking Museum there, and then it's oh. it's undergoing. It's going to reopen next year, I think. But it's uh, they they've been redoing it, and like the first question they always get is, is it going to have the smell? Because they put in smell the authentic village smells. Mm. So which can... would be what exactly? <laughs> well, you know, people were 
living close quarters with their animals. And... I was going to say, there's got to be animal smells, body odor. Smoky, sweaty shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some hay but, uh, if, of sorts. Uh, um, horror fanatics, if you go to York, they have a branch of the, uh, the, the you know, like the London Dungeon. Uh huh. There's one of those up in New York. Oh, Gun right on. St. George getting sawn in half. But where they specialize up, up there is uh, what Vikings did to Christians and what Christians mm-hmm. did to Vikings. Wow. <laughs> Were they having like a whole one upsmanship contest? Oh, yeah, to, to scare each other. Oh, they, they used to skin Vikings and, and put the skin on up in the church doors. And... Wow. As, as Christ would have you do. Yep. <laughs> It's, it's very godlike to do that. Prince of Thieves. It is. You should read the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's that's pretty true. Pretty partial to vengeance. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched, I've been watching something called uh, The Magnificent Century, which is a Turkish telenovela <laughs> about wow. Suleiman, uh, what is that, 16th century ruler of the Ottoman Empire. Mm hmm. And, I get uh, my Ottoman Empire rulers mixed up a lot. <laughs> uh, first off, they have these amazing hats. Yes, I'm going to talk about their hats. Evidently, the Ottomans were based not on putting your feet up, but wearing a hat that looked like something you'd prop your feet up on. <laughs> they have these kind of conical, four-sided hats that are upholstered. Weird. Uh, Suleiman himself wears one that looks like a couch cushion. (laughs) It's a big square thing that he's put his head on on his head. There's some great ones. Um, Clearly, the Western world was lacking in hat technology. We had the Pope's hats. We've had a couple of neat ones on the show, but nothing that looks like a giant pen cushion. The same soft, felty material, too. Uh, it's it's total trash TV, but I've enjoyed it a lot. Have, uh, have you seen any Turkish Viking movies? I've not seen any Turkish Viking movies. Yeah, they're very entertaining. This is the first Turkish thing I've really watched. Okay. I've got some Turkish Viking and superhero movies. Excellent. There's a Turkish Star Wars. And... Yeah, I've heard of the Turkish Star Wars. I've yeah, not watched the, it. Yeah, the, the, they really got into the serials, action mm-hmm. serials, and so they did... Like their own superhero things, yeah, which are pretty good. But I, I like the Viking. I've ones seen best. bits of the superhero ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all we've watched recently. Nothing Christmassy. Uh no. Gene uh, watched Love Actually twice, and I said that's too too many times. Well, she watched it for both of you. Yeah, she did. That has, watched it once and then said, I'm going to watch it again. That has uh, Hugh Grant, right? Yes, and everybody else. <laughs> well, it's got Rick Grimes from uh, The Walking Dead. Does it? Andrew Lincoln, yeah, he's in that. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you don't watch Walking Dead whatsoever, so you, no. wouldn't, you wouldn't know. There's no reason you would. So, that was it for things Christmassy, huh? Um. Yeah, I didn't watch anything Christmassy. Nope. We're not terribly Christmassy. We no. went and had Indian food, and that's about it. All right. How Christmassy is that? Well, I guess it depends. You have a uh, green curry and a red curry. 
Yeah. That's, you know. Sprinkled with coconut. Yeah, tangentially sort of Christmassy, I guess. Suppose. Yeah. Julian, what about you? What have you watched? Oh, yeah, very Christmassy. I I watched uh, The Infiltrator with Uh, uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, don't know that one. It came out earlier this year. It didn't do very well. Huh. But it's Brian Cranston and jo- John Leguizamo. Yeah. He's, he's always awesome. He's such a wild card. Uh, Benjamin Bratt, Diane Kruger. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, about, it, it's like uh, from Robert Mazur's own story about how he was, uh, he infiltrated the uh, pa- Pablo Escobar cartel and uh, exposed their money laundering schemes through one of the biggest banks in the world. Oh, wow. BCCI. Um, Bennett, so this is an in- interesting story, and, and usually with cartel movies, you expect them to end up in something horrendously bloody. Right. But uh, this, this one's surprising. It's, it's, I mean, it's a pretty uh, strong ending, but not what I was expecting. It's nice to have you. It ends with a stern warning. Yeah. <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't launder money. <laughs> the finger wagging. We're going to let you go this time. Uh, so Wings, 1966, uh, directed by Luisa Shapitko. She's a Russian director. Uh, she did The Ascent, which oh, yeah. is terrific. Uh, that was her last movie, unfortunately. She got she died pretty soon after. But she was like 27 when she made this movie, and it's about this... Uh, this woman who was a, a pilot in World War Two in the, the, the well, what they called the Great Patriotic War, I think. Uh, so she's like this this ace pilot uh-huh. against the Nazis, and and uh, but now she's like finding herself kind of forgotten and as this teacher, and uh, the younger generation is not interested in her war exploits and stuff like that. But... Those kids. <laughs> but that, that one is really really good. Uh, Kiss of the Tarantula. Kiss of the Tarantula, I believe I've seen this. Yeah, one. I remember, remember like Willard and Ben. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you had, you had, there was a, a few movies after that where it was like some young person who is an outcast, and they, but they've got a bond with some uh-huh. creepy crawlies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to wonder which, which ideas just didn't get launched, you know, because they pretty much did run everything up the flagpole. Oh, yeah. Is this the one where the little girls... Like, got a connection with spiders, yeah. and they they kill her spider at one point in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. and she freaks out and yes. then murders a bunch of people. Yeah, she kills her own mother. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was not very good, but no, but it is. It's really low budget. It's kind of endearing. It's uh, it sort of was endearing. I like the characters. That's one thing. Uh, the Magnificent Century has about a fifty dollar budget, <laughs> so their battle scenes are. Like maybe twenty people and a lot of CGI. <laughs> they look fake as hell, but I had to admire their, I don't know, their ability to you know stretch the dollar and make something look at least entertaining. Hmm. Uh, oh, um, Boxing Day we went to see Star Wars Rogue One. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah, no. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. Um, it's uh i got kind of sleepy about <laughs> in the middle section though there's this bit where they go to this like rainy planet and everyone's wearing these hats and raincoats so you can't tell who's who really and and they keep they, they were like gabbling away and uh 
you know, the plot's just guns of Navarone, you know, you don't need to be talking this much. Yeah. And they're just going, like, I just tuned out for a while. <laughs> it's just like, okay, what? But anyway. Um, so when you jerked awake, yeah. <laughs> what was going on? So the, the start of it is like, there's lots of close-ups and shallow focus and and, uh, and you kind of wonder why, you know, you showed out for 3D and, and everything. But the, the ending, like the ending, which is like really long, is just incredibly spectacular. It's just uh, amazing. Uh, it's got Peter Peter Cushing is in it. Yes, yeah, so simulacrum thereof. And uh, a young Carrie Fisher's in it. Yeah, yeah, she's in the very last. Yeah, I got to see the end of it. Yeah. Oh, how, how come? It's on YouTube. Is it? <laughs> somebody spliced together. I didn't set out to watch it, but somebody had spliced together uh, a new hope and that, and I. Okay. I was like, oh, what, a, what yeah, is this? But basically, yeah, they just cut the very end. Right. Yeah, the, cut end, out the, the end goes directly into New Hope. Mm-hmm. They cut out the scroll from New Hope. and Okay. So I, I got to see Darth Vader, and I said, yes. that's probably all I need to see. <laughs> it's, worth, it's worth watching. It's, uh, you know, I don't really like Darth Vader like that being, I don't know, that hacky, slashy... <laughs> Killer. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like he's like Jason Voorhees in space. He's like kind of. He just hacks through, through all these of... guys, and then <laughs> right after that, he lets stormtroopers go in and mm-hmm. shoot all the people. I'd always figure that's what he mostly do. It's just like the stormtroopers handle it. But whatever. I'm not selling toys. Yeah, you've written gotta... off the whole Star Wars thing. It's done. It's, it's just a big merchandising ploy. It's always been a big merchandising <laughs> ploy, but... They didn't know that for sure the first time around. They're like, oh, no. They're no. like, oh, hey, let's make some toys, too. Yeah, Brian De Palma said it was going to be a big failure. Yeah. When he showed him the rough cut. Yeah, it shows what he knows. Well, I understand his edit was not very good. Yeah, because like in that form, there was there's no special effects fights yeah. or anything. Yeah, so he, he just, he just used... cut in all these dogfights from war mm-hmm. movies. But I understand just the movie itself before his wife edited it was pretty <laughs> dull and kind of straightforward. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. I've always wanted to see that cut. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it still exists. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and, and Emily, was, Emily said uh, she could have done with fewer of what she calls out jokes. Mm. It's like... They're they're not in jokes. They're just so. Every Star Wars fan knows all these. They're, they're fan. <clears throat> I don't know what they call those, things. Fan service. Fan service. That's it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, uh, we watched White Christmas, nineteen fifty four. Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Vera Ellen, Rosemary Clooney, Jim Jagger. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, watched She and uh, Vengeance of She. She. She, have you, have you, are you familiar with the story? It's H. Ryder Haggard story. It's been filmed like seven times, I think. Yes, I believe I've seen. Is this one where they, they trek across the desert to find Aisha, and uh, who rules this hidden kingdom and uh, what well, matriarchy? But um, yeah, got Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, Bernard Cribbins, John Richardson, uh, and Ursula Andress as she in the first one. And it has this ending that really freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it gets quite horrific. Um, 
So after I watched um, Star Wars, it, where the Rogue One, it kind of goes back to its, you know, you know, there's, there's all these things that feed into it, like Flash Gordon and the Hidden Fortress and things like that. Yeah. But one of the main things is uh, the Guns of Navarone, mm-hmm. uh, which is classic war movie, and I like it better every time I see it. It's got uh, like it's amazing cast. So and it, it's it, it came out in like '61, and you can see all the spectaculars that followed it, like the Bond movies. Star Wars and you know the big epic all Star War adventures and things like that. Yeah, and the you know the the crack team of experts going into an impossible situation and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing movie and and uh, and really rich. You know, you can keep going back to it and seeing yeah. different sorts of things. And uh, yeah, and then we saw uh, Troll Hunter. Yeah, Troll Hunter. Troll. Hunter. How many times have you seen it now? Uh, three times now. Great. I think I've seen it twice now. Yeah. It's, it's good. the second time I've watched it's it. It's good. It's the only found footage film that looks good and, and has got enough going on in it that you want to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there is definitely stuff you missed the first time around. Um, I'll go through my list really quick. I promised I would watch um, Batman v Superman Dawn mm. of Justice, which <laughs> I did. The whole thing. Watched the whole thing and I enjoyed it. It was the director's cut, the extended cut. It's the... six hours long. <laughs> I think it was the probably two hours, 15 minutes. I don't know. It seemed long, but it wasn't dull in any place that I can remember. And uh, Except for the parts where I dozed off. <laughs> <laughs> Snored myself awake. Whoa, what? Oh, Superman. No. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. Um, I think people got on a bandwagon of bitching about it for no particular reason. Uh, it felt like a Batman movie. It felt like a Superman movie, more a Batman movie than a Superman movie. And uh, it it didn't go outside any expectations in a bad way. Um, I was happy to see Wonder Woman in it. Yeah. I would have been surprised, except for a couple people had mentioned it, but um, it was a good surprise. And they were clearly setting up a Justice League mm-hmm. movie with uh, showing um, Aquaman and Flash mm-hmm. and some other ones. It's like, look at the surveillance footage we have of these other ones like you. <laughs> and so that was cool. And of course, uh, uh, Jason Momoa is going to play Aquaman, so it won't be that that boring, wussy superhero that everyone complains about Aquaman being. <laughs> With dumb powers. They're going to have this sort of Neptune-looking... He'll still have dumb powers. <laughs> Summoning fish? Yeah, I think that's his only power. <laughs> well, if he could summon a great white shark and make it leap through the air, that might be cool. I don't know yeah, what he's going to do. he could do that. But he can't summon dolphins, porpoises, or whales because they're mammals. That's right. Only works on fish. <laughs> he, he can summon plankton, but not a dolphin. So, nope. so that's one I watched. Um, ended up watching Jungle Book, the new version of it, oh, yeah. the uh, live action one. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Like Favaro. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, it, it you know, it's not something Slap I would that right on the box. I didn't hate it. Says so and so from the New York Times. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> yeah, it, give it a look. That was a movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you feel like you want to get some more Jungle Book in your eyes, this won't hurt. <laughs> so, watched that. Um, 
I watched Lake Mung- Mungo finally. Mm. Uh, been wanting to see this because I've heard it mentioned a bunch. It's sort of a mockumentary slash not really found footage. Some of it's found. It doesn't feel like a hokey found footage thing uh, for the most part. Um, they execute the stuff that's like recovered footage from a cell phone or whatever. They, they approach it all right, but uh, mainly it's a documentary that the the acting is, for the most part, pretty believable. Uh, they get you some pretty good eerie little spooky scares in places. Uh, basically, it's about a girl who drowns in a nearby lake or something, and then uh, it turns out that she seems to be haunting uh-huh. the family and showing up in pictures and footage and then they kind of go into the story a little deeper and do some investigation and uncover some things. So I don't want to, I mean, that's that's kind of the setup, so I'm not spoiling mm. anything, and I don't want to spoil anything. So if you don't mind a mockumentary slash somewhat found footage, it's a, it's a good one. Um, they did a nice job. Uh, I watched Sint, or Saint, as our translated title for it would be. Anyway, it um, it takes place in... It takes place in Amsterdam. So December 5th, I think, is St. Nicholas Day. And they've got the whole thing where people dress up like St. Nick. And they've got the Black Peter characters uh, following them around and doing whatever they're doing. And it's basically kind of a slasher setup where there's all these college students or seniors in high school. I wasn't clear on which. I thought they were college students. And... uh, they're giving each other their St. Nicholas presents, which is a thing they would do, and they would write poems. So you have to actually put some thought into it and write a poem and then give a gift with the poem or give a poem with the gift, however you want to look at it. And the movie starts out with a backstory sequence where it shows like all of this bloodbath that took place hundreds of years ago. And so it's like if a full moon falls on this particular holiday he's going to come back for vengeance. So it's kind of a Santa zombie horde that comes into Amsterdam. Huh? So yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I didn't have a problem with, with the premise. I mean, the premise was no more or no less outlandish than any other horror movie. Uh, so that being said, uh, I enjoyed it. I don't know what kind of budget they had, but the effects all look pretty good. And uh, they had a lot of, they had a handful of gory kills, but they had a lot of fun things, you know, some chase scenes and some explosions and yeah, a few decapitations as you'd expect. Good. You know, we get Santa in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Heads are going to roll. Uh, I do recommend it. I saw that on Shudder. Actually, I saw Lake Mungo and Sint on Shudder because I subscribed and those are ones I couldn't find anywhere else because I'm not Will. <laughs> not even heard of those films. Yeah. So you might like them. All right. That's it for my list. Uh, should we talk about Troll Hunter? Okay. Sure. Because I watched that again and enjoyed it again. Um, so how long ago did you both... How long did you see it, Will? Um, Initially. After it came out on video, I believe. About five years ago or so? Three years uh, ago? No, it's been longer than that. Well, the movie came out in 2010. 
2010. So yeah, I guess it has been five years. It's been a while. Time does fly. Yeah. I thought this movie came out earlier than that. But. Were you burned out on found footage at the time? Uh, yeah. I mean, this one did it really well. But um, That's always the challenge now. There have been too many terrible ones. Yeah. So their approach seemed to be a little better. Kind of hard to buy into the premise that they would care that much about a bear poacher that they would want to make a film about it. I took it as being pretty small film. Well, yeah, like it a student a, film. It was a student film, so. I that, guess. And it was, you know, their town or near it, so. Yeah, they kind of fall into it as a kind of local news story. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything off. really serious, I don't think. It wasn't a big deal documentary. They just had to pick a subject and go with it and get their grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's not so bad. So how did you like it on the first viewing? Do you remember? I liked it a lot. Liked it on the second viewing as well. Did you like it better on the rewatch? No, because, you know, the first time you don't know quite what's going on, which uh, I think is always better. Once you know the surprise, you've seen the trolls, it's kind of, I don't know. It's still a good movie. I enjoy it. But it's not as good as the first time through. How did you like the troll effects? They're they're pretty good. I think the troll effects were uh, well done. I thought they were too. They did a nice job of not showing the monster for the most part. I mean, they showed him more later on. But when you're just getting those kind of glimpses and, you know, the distant shots of them, that's so much more effective. Yeah. That, that was something I really liked about it. It's like you saw him through night vision and like a hundred yards away. It's like, wow, yeah. he looks big, but he's far away and there's definitely a creature there. And, you know, you're not going to see the, see the zipper, so to speak. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, so the rewatch held up. Yeah. Cool. What did you think? When did you first see this thing? I think I saw it about three years ago, four years ago. Um, so it had been out for a little while. Uh-huh. And I don't think I knew that it was found footage or mockumentary slash found footage when I... Yeah, I don't and, think I knew that either going into it. And I wasn't bummed when I saw how they were doing it. It was like, oh, this kind of... This this works. It's, yeah, it worked all right. So yeah. I was buying into it well enough. I could suspend my disbelief. Yeah. And I remember really actually liking it and... um the funniest thing was that they they turn to stone if they get flashed with UV rays. <laughs> and they either explode or turn to stone, and you never know which. Yeah. And I did like the fact that the guy was prepared to break them into gravel. Yes. <laughs> Complete with the explosives blanket and whatever kind of charges he put under it. Yeah. So after breaking him down with a sledgehammer, and then the and then the jackhammer... <laughs> Then the explosives under the explosives blanket. Yeah. He's fully prepared. And he, he explains somewhere later on that he's like an ex Navy SEAL type guy, like Green Beret. Something like that. Some sort of their version of special forces. So it was kind of like, yeah, he's seen it all. He doesn't care. Yeah. Just wants to get the job done. But yeah, the rewatch actually I liked better. Oh, okay. Even though I knew the surprises. 
I was able to kind of absorb more of the story. But uh, how about you, Julian? Yeah, the first time you see it, you, it, it reveals the mythology and you you don't know what's going to happen and how crazy things are going to get. Yeah. But then and the second time you kind of pick up on all the um, the other points they're putting in and, and it gets quite tragic, doesn't it? Because you like... Because most found footage films... Well, all found footage films, the camera, whoever's working the camera has to be a bit of a jerk. Yeah. They have to, like, ignore people's privacy and so on. Yeah. But uh, most other found footage films, everyone in the movie is pretty despicable, you know, unlikable, you know, bunch uh-huh. of jerks. And, but in this one, I liked everybody. And and, uh, and knowing it's a found footage movie, you know how it's going to end up. Yeah, and you you kind of uh, it feels quite sad, you know. The towards the end, it gets kind of kind of tragic, and also you have you have the thread of um, uh, although there's troll hunting going on, uh, it's kind of sad that they have to do this, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. So you feel the badly trolls for have the trolls, rabies. And, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, quite you know interesting uh, themes turn up if you look for them. Did you think there was a uh, a little nod to the Jack and the Beanstalk story with the? Uh, oh yeah, there's all sorts of stories in this. Yeah, yeah, because you know the the famous line where he says, "I smell the blood of an Englishman." Yeah, because that's originally "I smell the blood of a Christian." Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That, that I think they needed a troll though that had orange hair. Neon hair that stood up really high, or neon green, or something. <laughs> yeah, an internet troll with orange hair. No, I meant one of those little plastic trolls. Oh, oh you know, yeah, that were popular in the yeah. every time. I've got one of those in the seventies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Late they 60s. have the the Billy Goats gruff. Yes, they, they had three the three Billy Goats. Bridge. Oh they, yeah. They allude to the eating competition, which is. Um, uh, it's about this boy called Boots, I think, who uh, he he meets a troll in the woods. His brothers run away from it, but the, uh-huh. the little brother he's smart enough that he uh, he he ends up uh, meeting the troll and, and getting on with him. And then they have this eating contest. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And what the boy does is he cuts the hole in the bottom of his bag. Mm-hmm. So he and he just he puts the food into the bag and and so the troll thinks he's just eaten and eaten and eaten, and he says uh, and the boy says uh, oh no you can eat as much as you want if you cut a hole in your stomach, which is oh. what the troll does and dies. Oh, those stupid trolls! <laughs> well, the guy did say they were dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you like the way they revealed? Um, well, the, the 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 revelation that the characters get that yes, trolls are real is the destroyed vehicle like no subtlety at all it's like something didn't just put a scratch or a dent in your vehicle it completely destroyed it and ate the tires i thought that was pretty badass it's like the slime all over it yeah you believe her now yeah (laughs) because this is not something a bear could even do as powerful as a bear might be of course if you've ever seen footage or pictures of a bear having destroyed the inside of a car or having torn apart a tent. It's pretty impressive. A bear can do a lot of damage, but not that. 
So that was pretty cool. Maybe it was a Russian bear. Yeah. <laughs> They're much meaner than normal bears. It crossed from Finland through <laughs> Sweden into Norway, as they say at some point in the movie. <laughs> That's right. They don't care about borders. They really don't. No. But then we then it turns out that the uh, the whole electrical system was just a giant electric fence. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, runs the troll in a big at the circle. end is pretty great. Yeah, a giant troll. It was so huge. There's a picture on the uh, on the cover of the box. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, it looks was, like. Was it Yotum or Yoden? Yeah, something I don't remember. Yeah, I think the vehicle comes up to about the arch of his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool though. Um, so the, it seems like this guy. Uh, what was the main character's name? Hans. Hans. He he seems to kind of decide early on, you know what? They're on to me. To hell with it. I'm going to tell them everything. I'm sick of this stupid job anyway. Yeah. It's a shitty job. <laughs> the pay's not impressive. Uh, all right. Trolls yeah. are real. That's what I do. Come on along. Check it out. And then he just sort of, uh, sort of coaches them as they go. Mm. They really aren't sure what they're getting into <laughs> until they, they see it with their own eyes. Starting with the car and then followed by seeing an actual troll. And the girl seems really exhilarated by it. Oh, yeah. She's definitely into it. She's like, this is the greatest thing ever. I also like when he asked them if any of them are Christian. He says, right. I don't need to ask her. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The cameraman ducks the question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of course, that does come back around later. It does bite him. Yeah, when they... Uh, the the ringlefinch that they were looking for, uh, he explains that they like to urinate on everything, and that and that was the horrible smell they came across at one point. Mm. And uh, and the uh, young woman says she feels sorry for him if he really believes. This is just before they discover that the trolls are real. But uh, when they hear the growling and all this stuff, uh, the trees start shaking. That's the first special effect we get. Yeah. It's- it's classic like King Kong reveal. Yeah. yeah, which was exactly what I thought when I mm. saw the trees moving. This is perfect because as filmmakers, you know that they're able to just string up some nylon ropes and get a bunch of guys yanking back and forth on them. And no budget really involved there. I don't yeah. know if that's what they did, I would assume. Uh, but they, they build it up nicely that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they're, they're, they're pretty thoughtful with their execution of this thing. And then, of course, like we said, you know, they they do get their they do get the revelation that it was a it was a tosser lad. <laughs> it's a funny name. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here, he says. And uh, this thing has three heads. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which at first didn't seem great. But then he explained what they were. Right. Yeah. Well, in the story, like uh, there's at one point where he strikes a pose on this cliff edge and he says, am I like the famous painting? Yes. Yeah, that's a reference to the story where um, it's called Soria Moria Castle. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, that one, the, the trolls have got up to nine heads. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty crowded necks. Yeah. So what how, what era is this painting from? <sighs> I don't know. A lot of these paintings are done by Theodore Kittelson. He he illustrated a lot of troll stories. Okay. I think they're 19th century from the looks of the 
images. Uh, so. Yeah. So does this seem like this was sort of a uh, a favorite uh, boogeyman of their folklore? Oh yeah. And, and this is kind of like their main thing. Trolls are big. Yeah. Yeah. Does it say they're like literally big though in any <laughs> of their stories? Does it say that they're uh, like hundreds of feet tall? I think they are. I mean. One in Jack and the Beanstalk's huge. Yeah. Is he expressly a, a troll? I mean, they call him a giant, but... He's a giant. I don't know. One, the, the Jotun trolls in uh, the Rings of the Nibelung are uh, not that tall. I mean, they're, they're giants, but they're, like, but they're two small or three giants. Times, yeah, two or three times <laughs> the height of a human, as opposed to being like Godzilla-sized. Miniature giants. Things. They're average height. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're giant in name only. Uh, yeah, just when the um, just when the CG started to look fake on that first troll, you know, not not really necessarily fake, but when it just sort of started to feel like, oh, I I can tell I'm seeing CG. That's when he blasts them with the UV strobe, and uh, and he says that the uh, the the troll could tell that someone was a Christian. It sniffed him out. Yeah. And you did see his nose going, so that was kind of okay. funny. But uh but uh he figures um yeah, he figures it was the woman. The one that he that he didn't have to ask. <laughs> of course we found out later it wasn't her. No, he did he said he didn't have to ask because he knew she wasn't a Christian. That's what I mean. Oh, but but then, but then after this he says he figures it was her. I don't I don't follow that. Okay, so so before they before they discover the first troll, he asks mm-hmm. if any of them are Christian. Yeah. And he skips over her. Yeah. But then after the troll incident, then he finally strobes the troll with the light. He kind of he, blames her. He does blame her. Oh. Yeah. He says he figures it was her. And uh, and then he goes on to talk about how it's a shitty job. And uh, uh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he says... Go on. I don't even get nighttime pay. Go on. Show all your footage. I don't care. Yeah. This is the point where he reveals that I'm sick of this and I'm giving up. Hmm. And uh, the wildlife board guy, of course, it doesn't take long after that to figure out he's like the, you know, the Finn. Yeah. Yeah. The Finn. Yeah. Most of the, uh, the older characters in this movie are played by comedians. Is, is Hans a comedian? Yeah, or? he's Otto Jespersen. He's got the most ridiculously deep voice ever. Yeah. But he's so good. At it. He's like completely straight delivery of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's no silliness in what he does. Yeah. So he's kind of the straight man of this whole thing. And and Finn, uh, he's played by Hans Morten Hansen. And uh, he holds the world record for a stand-up routine. Like the longest? In- yeah. The longest continuous stand-up. Wow, I wonder if it got really good in the middle. <laughs> he, he couldn't repeat himself and he couldn't sit down. Oh, how long and, did he go? Uh, 38 hours and 14 minutes. Wow. <laughs> That's just insane. Yeah. Was it at that uh, Fringe Fest or where where did he do it? Do you know? I don't know where he, where he did it. I guess that's a big thing in Scotland, the Fringe uh-huh. Fest. Oh, yeah, the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of comedians. All fringe jackets. <laughs> fringe purses. Fringe, All of that. Fringe boots. Moxie. Latest in fringe technology. Yeah. Just when you thought you saw it all. So, uh, 
apparently they leave the trolls alone if they stay in their territory. Yeah. Mm. So they're not trying to slaughter them all. This isn't a type of genocide. But if they, quote unquote, break their territory, that's when they go get them. And yeah. One of the ways he can tell is he leaves a delicious, tasty tire. <laughs> and if it's undisturbed, he knows that no troll has left the area. Yeah. Why? <laughs> they, they like to gnaw on them. They like to chew on tires. I don't know why. It's so weird. <laughs> I mean, they got they had to pick something, right? Yeah. And then he baits a trap with a but block of concrete I, I just like the, and charcoal. The, he, he just takes him around this beautiful countryside, and then and then he'll point out something ordinary in it to us, and then and he'll explain that oh, this shows that the trolls are doing such and such. Yeah. Know, you know, power lines and knocked over trees and all sorts of stuff. So, so I, you know. Pretty soon into the movie, you're looking at an ordinary landscape, uh-huh. looking for troll signs yeah. along with him. You know, it really pulls you in. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of figure they're out there somewhere. Yeah. It's cool. And kind of a great thing about this is you got to see a lot of pretty countryside. Oh, yeah. So that that was kind of a nice thing. It's like, oh, maybe I could visit there someday. Oh, I, I'd love to go to Scandinavia. Yeah, it seemed like uh, at one point they had kind of gotten into the area where a lot of the really deep fjords are that looked like that would be kind of cool um when they took the ferry boat i didn't catch like from where they were going to where i expect you have to take ferries a lot in that kind of country yeah can't all be bridges yeah so yeah that was kind kind of cool um the worst the worst most horrifying part of this for me personally was that there was a fucking form you had to fill out a slade troll form <laughs> i can't fill out forms i just hate it right. so much um you know how how the tax form they have like if you didn't make much money is the 1040 easy yeah <laughs> it's it's murder for me to try and fill out one of those i'm just like oh, i hate no, this we always go and get them done somewhere else yeah i started doing that years ago i don't mm. i don't miss it but if somebody said, we'll give you a million dollars a year for the rest of your life, but you have to fill out a form every single day, I'd be like, I, I'm <laughs> out. Every single day. I can't do it. Oh, can't do it. Yeah. It could be the same form every day. I couldn't do it. Not for a million bucks a year. 365 forms to fill out? No. Not doing it. Same form every day? I could learn that. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Just paperwork is it's awful. Yeah, I, I hate it. Yeah. yeah. I think creative-minded people i guess we just don't like boxes that have to have words written in them i fill out paperwork on my spare time (laughs) i like to download forms and just fill them out ones that don't pertain to you oh yeah any sort of form i can find online that i can blank out the names and answers (laughs) some people do crossword puzzles but i like to just fill in forms i have a big manila folder on the bed stand by my you know by my bed every night before going to sleep i fill out a few forms well you're the only one fit to be a troll hunter out of the group then yeah sometimes i do figure out tax stuff just just for fun better you than me will yep um okay so the slade troll form uh Hunter tells the group about the different kinds of trolls. He explains that they are animals, they're predators, they'll eat anything. 
And these extra heads are something that they develop that are, as he explains, a protuberance. Yes. So yes. they're essentially to frighten other creatures away, other <laughs> trolls, and to attract mates. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you got the attractive second and third head. Uh, that was fun. But yeah, the uh, the trap baited with concrete and charcoal, I thought. <laughs> irresistible. Yeah, yeah. They, they find this irresistible. <laughs> Delicious charcoal. But how, how about the bit where they're in the, the cave with, with the mountain kings? Oh, yeah. yeah that is pretty scary. And yeah. Because the, the cameraman's really freaking out, and it's, it's realistic. It, yeah. He's, he's trying to put that stench of troll on him to hide himself, mm-hmm. uh, and he's he's really going. And, the, and, the, and of course, Hans says, uh, whatever you do, don't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, he's already sweating yeah, he, buckets. Yeah. He's secretly a Christian. Yeah, that's pretty scary. So, uh, was it my imagination or were the trolls snoring and farting? Oh, yeah, both. Yeah. Because it seemed like it wasn't the troll stench that was getting to the guy. Like, he he kept saying, I got to get out of here. And it was Mm. the the smell of the troll farts. I believe so. Yeah. Also knowing that he was a Christian and he was trapped in this cave with... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the scene, I think after that, or maybe it's just before that, Hans puts on the armor, yeah. goes to do battle. That was really cool when mm-hmm. the troll swats him, and just bounces him off the side of the yeah. bridge. He was using sheep as bait at that point, wasn't he? We had a goat as well. Yeah, yeah, and he also had a bucket of blood. Christian blood. Christian blood. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Did he get that one? Yeah, he he, uh, he has a syringe to take his blood, which oh, yeah. which means he has to get really close, and that's why he get, that's why he gets swatted. But then he once he gets that, he he blows it up. That's right. That one exploded. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got covered with goo on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was pretty cool. So they move the story along pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. They don't. <laughs> you don't get much time to get bored. Well, yeah, it's always interesting. You know, there's always developments and yeah, the like, characters change and. He's like, oh, we're going over here now, and yeah. oh, this is this kind, so now we have to do this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So there's never like a, he doesn't really seem to do the same thing twice other than the stroke. No. But uh, that that last one that he goes after seemed like it was so big that the strobe wasn't enough to do the job. Mm. That's kind of how it came across. And yeah. He runs out of juice for the strobe. Yeah, his battery runs low or something like that. But he did get his blood sample. That was cool. I was thinking he wouldn't. It's a big syringe. Yeah, the the part where I couldn't suspend my disbelief was the the vet. I didn't think she would really be on board with being filmed. I think, well, you know, she'd be more reasonable about, you know what, I know this is top secret. I don't want a bunch of the Scooby-Doo gang with cameras in here. So that was my one criticism of it. It's like, I, I can't buy that. I, I couldn't understand why the uh, guy at the power plant just leads them around and he doesn't really know who this guy is. He says, are you a teacher and so on. And, yeah. But he's he's showing them around this power plant. They're just nice people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've not met many Norwegians, but we had this friend at college, mm-hmm. Yoni. He was just one of the greatest people I've ever met is just amazing illustrator fantastic but um, 
uh, he he was just so charismatic and so popular. Yeah. That the local pubs all knew him. He could go to any pub in town, and they and they just locked down after hours, and they just have this party going all night. And Norwegians can drink. Yeah. Or, uh, going from my limited experience, but yeah. It's cold there. It's all the you have to do in the winter. <laughs> it acts drink. as it acts as antifreeze in the human body. Yeah, that's the only reason for it. It's not for fun. It's just survival. Because I thought people in New Mexico could drink, but then I met people from Wisconsin. <laughs> my roommate, she was like five foot nothing, and she could drink anyone under the table. <laughs> It's not a good long-term plan, but, you know, you can have a good time with it in the short term. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, you don't want to get into the realm of liver failure or anything. So uh, the the one guy doesn't make it. Nope. And they they keep using the broken camera, but... They use it for a little while. Yeah, until the new camera operator turns up. And she's a Muslim. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Now... Trolls don't care about that. Well, he says he doesn't know. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> That's right. He's like, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. You believe in God and yeah, same you know. same root. Yeah. Yeah. Myth. So. Right. So if you have a belief system, maybe you shouldn't be troll hunting. <laughs> yeah, or any any you know Christian any monotheist belief system. Yeah. Polytheists welcome. Polytheist welcome. I always like when you see that on the Holiday Inn marquee. Polytheists welcome. Yeah. Oh, there's a polytheist convention in town. Who knew? Um. How does this thing wrap up? I don't remember. He, I know he, I know he blasts the big troll. The he, big get, troll. He, he just goes walking off into the distance. He he leaves yeah. them, and uh, and then uh, Finn and his crew turn up. And the guy and the the crew run for it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And they they give you some texts saying that uh, the film ends here and none of them have been seen again. Yeah. And, and then you get that clip from the news conference where it's like actual footage of the prime minister. Yeah. And it's supposedly him letting slip that there are trolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny. Well, they, well, they did. They edited. He was talking about this. Uh, there's this oil drilling area off offshore uh-huh. called troll field or some oh, it's okay. troll something but they just edited out the crucial words so it sounds like he's saying troll oh i wondered how they did that i thought he was just playing along yeah or that it wasn't the real guy uh, i thought it was one or the other yeah they, they kind of you can just about see the edit where they they pan from the prime minister to the uh guy playing finn right and uh so it's as if he's in the same yeah. press conference right that's funny but apparently the the sound is all directly from a, an interview so it was pretty cool they ended it the way they did they basically led us to believe that the government guys disappeared these kids mm-hmm. i don't know what they did with them but uh how'd the footage get out yeah well, he, he's carrying the tapes he and he the... gets to the road and yeah. there's a and you see a truck coming so I mean, the you, you person on the truck did, picked it up. You know, Texas Chainsaw style, the truck driver jumps out and grabs the yeah tapes or whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess if we're suspending disbelief, there's a good another good place to do it. It's like, oh, it got out somehow. 
So we've seen it. We've seen it. Um, how do you feel about it as far as like, uh, does it does it fit into horror for you? Yeah, it's a good monster movie. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a kaiju type thing. Yeah, it's got some scary bits in it. And it's funny and sad. and Yeah, kind of hits a lot of notes, doesn't it? Yeah. And so you would recommend it to... Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. How about to non-horror fans? You think, yeah, you think I your think average enjoy it. Just, yeah, your average people would probably enjoy it as well. There's enough comedy and... Yeah, like you can't tell your average person, oh yeah, Devil's Rejects, check it out. You'll, you'll dig it. Right. You know, it's... Well, there's no, there's no blood in it really, is there? Uh, there's a big pint and a big bucket of blood. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a bucket of blood. <laughs> there's literally buckets of blood in this movie. chunks of troll blown out from, yeah. from under a bridge. But. Yeah, so there's technically there's gore, but it's yeah. not like... It's not much. It's not a running chainsaw going through someone's torso. Mm-mm. Hey, have you ever seen Torso? Oh yeah. Torso? Is it good? The it's the most hilarious trailer ever, but is the movie good? Uh, totally sidetracking. The, the Giallo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can lend it to you if you like. It's on. It's on uh, Shutter, so I was gonna watch. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, check it out. Because I stumbled upon the trailer about a year or two ago, and was just laughing because <laughs> the trailer was just really off the wall. Yeah, I don't remember being really amazed by it, but uh, yeah, it's not. I wouldn't put it in the first rank of Giallo at all, but okay, it's good. Okay, back to the movie. Will, did you did you love it? Would you recommend it? No, I wouldn't recommend it. No, okay. tell people to stay away. <laughs> stay away from the trolls. No, yeah, I'd recommend it to people. Cool, horror fan or not. Same here. All right. Well, we all liked it. We all recommend it. Great. Have you had any thoughts about what we should do for next time? Um, this is this is going to drop in 2017. So, uh, hey, 2016, you can't kill any more celebrities. <laughs> you know what? It hasn't dropped yet, though. So we've got four yeah. more days. Yeah. They could cram in a lot of people. Let's <laughs> start naming celebrities. Let me just throw <laughs> it out gonna there. We're going to die. Let me just throw it out there. Donald Trump is a celebrity. Yep. <laughs> just random example. Um Celebrity we all love and we dearly miss. Mm-hmm. We welcome our... If the tragic news broke. <laughs> we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Man, wouldn't that be something? We like keeled over the night before the inauguration. Um, That really wouldn't make things better. It would be something. <laughs> it, would be, it would be interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you start thinking about, like, favorite celebrities that haven't done anything in 10, 15, 20 years, and it's like they're just out there really old somewhere. And it's like, oh, bummer, so-and-so died. They were 90, you know, or... Yeah, when Florence Henderson died. It's like, yeah, but she was in her 80s or 90s. She's yeah, Richard Adams was 94. Yeah. And the, the, Stanley just turned 94 as well. Who was the guy who did the voice of the of the uh, heat miser? Um, the Rankin Bass thing uh, just died. Mm-hmm. Irving, something Irving, the voice guy. Anyway, he died. Irving, the voice guy. Irving, the voice guy. <laughs> says uh, right on his card. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of the name. Yeah, he was like ninety six or something. Right. I was gonna say that. <laughs> but what I found remarkable about that one was that. Uh, his character in The Year Without a Santa Claus, I think it's the one that Heat Miser is from, 
Uh, I know you're a big Rankin Bass fan. Well, Love him. Yeah. Um, the character looks just like the actor. He does, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty common for animated things, so. <coughs> it was it was a little surprising to me. I'm like, oh, let's see what this guy looks like. Oh, just like Heat Miser without the crazy hair. He was only 96. Yeah. Why did the good die so young? Because they all choose to ride Harley Davidsons and, you know. That's, you know, you dance with the devil like that. That's what's going to happen. I've seen um, a trailer for a movie that's coming out like next week or I think maybe called The Bye Bye Man. It just looks so generic. The Bye Bye Man. Yeah, the trailer even (laughs) has a woman closing the bathroom mirror and (gasps) there's the killer in the reflection. (laughs) That should be outlawed. Yeah. The the mirror trope. We, We ought to bury that one. Yeah. I saw the trailer for the new Aliens movie. Yeah, that looks generic as well. It did. It was like another, this doesn't look anything. Another dope peering into an opening egg. Yeah, quit looking in those things. (laughs) Idiots. Yeah, I hope they do another trailer for that because it just doesn't look interesting. It looked so dull, yeah. The most interesting part was that they actually said fuck in the trailer. Really? Yeah, I was like, wow, I didn't know they'd let that through on a red, even huh. on a red band trailer, but... I'm alien, motherfucker. I, and I'm, I'm... <laughs> Oh, John Peters, I love you. That would have been great. Every movie should have that. Another thing I'd like a break from is uh, using Iceland for every alien planet oh yeah i've seen it so many times it's in the new star wars and iron beautiful you know strange country but come on it's been done yeah so many times bring, in the last few years bring back bronson canyon yeah <laughs> yes bring if they, back yeah if they film bronson. in bronson canyon now people go oh what is wow, this strange exotic strange alien place planet it's, it's like home of the gorn don't <laughs> you people should, know anything they should film in madagascar with the baobab trees those look completely foreign yeah every once in a while you run across some weird bug or you know a plant or something and it doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before yeah. and it's like how much more crap is out there we <laughs> wouldn't know and can we go film it yeah um any ideas for uh, since like i said this is going to drop in the new year uh, i think on the third of january um, New Year's I, Evil. Oh, oh yeah. No. Do do either of you remember anything about it? I don't. I, I do. It's it's it is seared into my memory now. Especially the part where that singer in that crappy band that kept singing the same song over and over. Well, when are we going to get together and watch pieces? And um, February. Okay. I think I've got a, a really good opening in the schedule in February. All right. Um, anything that that you just been wanting to rant about on the show good or bad and i've got to subject you two to uh, thundercrack at some point i don't know if, you, if we'd be able to yes. broadcast it <laughs> certainly broadcast whatever we want i have no idea what to watch next we've never done a godzilla movie mm-hmm. do you want to pick a favorite no you pick anyone one. with godzuki in it <laughs> godzuki godzuki uh, i don't have any of those no <laughs> no you refuse to own them i don't have any of that series you don't have Scrappy-Doo and Godzuki team up <laughs> to destroy not. the universe. <laughs> it's got a cameo with Jar Jar Binks in it at the end. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, man. 
maybe not. Maybe it's not time for Godzilla yet. Maybe that's a warm weather thing. I don't know. Uh, anything wintry you can think of. Son of Godzilla ends up with a snowstorm. Does it? Mm. Son of Godzilla. What year? 67. Oh, okay. A fine year. Yeah. People weren't traveling by hot air balloon anymore. <laughs> no. The derby had gone out of fashion. Mm-hmm. Those stupid mm-hmm. lenses you flip in front of your eye, those are gone. So it should be good. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do Son of Godzilla. Okay. The Son of Godzilla. I'm up for it. All right. All right. Cool. Well, um, listeners, if you get a chance, rate, review, subscribe. We could use some ratings. Come on, do it. Takes you like 30 seconds. It's not that hard. Go on iTunes, give us a five star review, and say we're awesome. And we'll keep making these things. And we're gonna keep making them anyway. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, if we if we had like nothing but horrible reviews, we'd probably still do this. Yeah, that would probably cool. encourage me. Well, happy New Year, everybody. We survived 2016. At least, if you're hearing this, we have. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Now we've got to hold out. You've cursed us. Uh, I know. 2016 is going to stalk us with its huge scythe. I know. God, this <laughs> Quick, let's name celebrities. Uh, <laughs> they can die in the next four days. Oh, yeah. Like... I, see, I see someone's like crowdfunded uh, Save Betty White. Yes, I saw that. Oh, the worst funny. was I saw somebody who put yesterday, uh, before she died, put up some meme of princess leia saying ah oh, 2016 couldn't get me or whatever i was like "Ooh, that was because when i saw it mm. i thought mm, i don't think she's out of the woods yet that's probably probably too soon was yeah it, was it gilbert godfrey <laughs> no <laughs> but we should ask him what he thinks because he does yeah, we love gotta, a joke too soon we've got to get him on the show yeah yeah it's not impossible i know we've, people who know him we probably yeah did I ever tell you the story about... Yes, you did. I did. Okay, That's why I, I said. Good to yeah. go. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the listeners what that story is, but <laughs> I, I, know, I know someone who knows him really well. All right. Well, like I said, rate, review, subscribe. Come on. Happy New Year to those of you who made it. Yeah. And uh, I hope it's a prosperous, happy New Year in spite of... All kinds of bad things that might be yeah, lying. Odds are against it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. The year of the you never Trump. know. <laughs> the what now? The year of the Trump. I don't know what you're talking about. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be like Ronald Reagan, but even less responsible. <laughs> Fair enough. Like any political savvy Ronald Reagan may have had, that's not gonna be here. Out, out the window. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. Stay off the moors.